Welcome to the Brand Brief Podcast, where we discuss the latest trends on the business side of fashion, beauty, entertainment, and the impact of technology on driving brand growth. This podcast is powered by Brand Method Media Group, and I'm your host, Kelly Kelly. Today's guest is Cedric DeCarlo, the style maverick. He's a lifestyle curator, most well known for his catchphrase, I say yes. Welcome to the show, Cedric. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's start with the catchphrase. First of all, how did you come up with this? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you asked because people ask me that all the time or sometimes they're just saying it and they're like, we're just using your phrase. But we don't even really know what it means. Where did it come from? So it actually started with me at home getting dressed, <laughs> going out to meet some friends. We were going out one night. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear. So I was just so annoyed because I was trying on this look and trying on this and trying on that. So after putting on about two or three different outfits, Kelly, I finally found one that I thought I had nailed. And I said, oh, this is the look right here. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I was kind of feeling myself a little bit. And I said, oh, I said yes to this. Literally, I just say this out loud. So I said, oh, I definitely say yes to this. And before you know it, I started doing posts and I would just say, I say yes. I say yes. So that's where I say yes I came love it. from. I yes, love that's where it. it came from. Now, I also want to give clarity and context to exactly what a lifestyle curator is. I want there to be no confusion. So let's talk about what that is and what sort of a day in your life is like as a lifestyle curator. Oh, wow. So a lifestyle curator is just what it says, lifestyle, curate. You know, a lot of times when we hear the word curate, we think of art, fashion is art, the places we travel to, the restaurants we dine at, how we live, our home. That is all art. It's all lifestyle, technically, right? So it falls under the umbrella of lifestyle. It's your lifestyle, you know, people that work out, people join certain gyms because this gym is the creme de la creme. So it's it's lifestyle curating, curating your lifestyle so that it works for you, for Kelly or for John Doe or Mrs. Smith or whomever. So a lot of times people, they call and they ask me questions and they're like, oh, can I ask you about this? Or, oh, can I book an appointment to do a consultation with you? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Sure. And we just start curating, putting together their lifestyle, the things that fit their lifestyle and what works for them. I think that's amazing because I imagine as we all have done in your mind, when you realize you want to change, it's usually in one particular area and then another area, but trying to piece all that together, it can be hard to maintain the vision. So you would mm -hmm. come in and say, okay, big picture, we're doing Absolutely. this. And so then if they come back later, maybe and say, well, I want to do this. Well, how does that fit into this entire lifestyle that we're talking about? Right. Is that exactly. like, sort of, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Because when most people, think of me, when they think of Cedric DiCarlo, when they hear the style maverick, I always say to people, style is not just fashion. Style mm. is a lifestyle. But oftentimes when we hear the word style, we immediately equate it and define it as, oh, fashion. Oh my God, she's so fashionable. He's so fashionable. Oh, he has such style. And so my question is, in what way does he have style? Are we speaking of what he's wearing, what she's wearing. Are we speaking of their surroundings? Because we all have style. 
right. whether it's on level 10 or whether it's on level five, but we all have style. So that's where I then come in and let's curate it and let's elevate it, right? And let's see what areas need to be elevated. Because again, it's not just fashion. It's not just what we wear, the jewelry, the glasses, the clothing. That's right. not style. Style is yeah. a lifestyle. It's all, it's all encompassing. I think that's incredible. So yeah. you and I have been friends for quite some time and you oh my have gosh. always had style. <laughs> How long have we been friends? Don't, Kelly, don't when, let me tell my age on the we've podcast. We've probably been friends 20 years. <laughs> yeah. We have been friends for a very long time since yep. working at a little salon together. Yep. We were behind the front desk <laughs> greeting everyone. <laughs> Coming every day dressed with our fashion so you couldn't tell us anything. Looking like you had stepped out of Harper's Bazaar. I was trying to look like I stepped out of GQ magazine. <laughs> yes, we did. And you, I mean, obviously you've always had style. How do you feel your brand has evolved over time? Because you you have a very unique way of all this time. And I guess because I've known you so long also, you continue to reinvent yourself, but it's never different. It's not like if we ever fell out of touch and I looked at your Instagram, I was like, what is he doing? It all flows. How have you been able to evolve your brand over time while still staying true to your authentic self? You know, I think that's such a phenomenal question. The key word that you use is authentic self. I think it's very important to be authentic at all times. It's easy to be on social media and start comparing yourself to other people, right? When you're looking at their pages and say, oh my God, his page is so well curated. Oh my God, her page is so well curated. Oh my God, look at the color on her pictures. Look at the color on his pictures. And so for me, it's just do you, Cedric. Do you be your authentic self? Something that my mom taught me as a young kid, or maybe I would say as a teenager, she would always say, know who you are. Know who you are. No, if you let people define you, that's it. But when you know who you are, no one can put you in a box. No one can, can try to, um, no one can try to compartmentalize you, right? And so I think you actually kind of answered it. I just try to be authentic as possible. And of course, you know, things change. Right. I mean, we were in a pandemic in 2020, right? So now here we are three years later, 2023. A lot has happened within those three years. So I could keep doing things the same way in 2020, or I could step up to the plate and say, okay, it's 2023. Let's see what I can change. How can I enhance the style maverick? What is it that I didn't do that I can now do to make it better? So, and the, and the interesting thing is when you said evolve, I think I'm always evolving. I think mm -hmm. all of us should be constantly evolving. I don't think your brand ever just arrives or makes it. If that makes sense, I'm sorry, I'm kind of talking crazy here. Or if your brand ever makes it, but I think that it should constantly be progressing and evolving, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I and I and I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people, even it doesn't really matter what industry they're in, there is this desire to get there and to arrive to something in any business, any industry. And as you mentioned, this is ever evolving. And speaking of social media and, and tech and all that. As we start to integrate all these things, especially AI, what technological trends do you see influencing your industry? Because Ooh. it is so personal to a degree, but we can't ignore the shift with tech. So how is your brand embracing the changes? Another great question. You are really getting me with these questions. 
It's, I will be honest, it has been a little bit challenging for me mentally to accept it. Let me say that right. Because, you know, obviously we all know about the strike that was happening with the actors and everything. And they're just like AI, like they're not mm. going to create some fake character, you know, or whatever, or this artificial character of me when I myself can read the script and do the roles. I think it's the same thing with any business. Now, I'm not speaking negatively about it because as you said, it is what it is. Like, it's not going anywhere. It's the new thing. I would probably say the new phenomenon, right? So I'm embracing it, still learning about it. I think it does bring a little bit of apprehension for me because now it, it, it goes back to what we were just talking about, being authentic, your authentic self, right? Authenticity. Did he really create this or did she really create this or would this artificially inseminated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it is it really his work? <laughs> is it really her work? So it has its pros and cons, right? I think it's going to make things a little bit easier and it's going to lift a little bit of the load or the heaviness of some businesses and brands, even my own, right? But I also still want there to be that true authentic part, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want everything to be AI and it, yeah, I don't, you know, with the robots and everything. But again, we can't get away from it. We can't. We can't. So no, you accept I agree. the parts of it that work for you and your brand and then still try to be authentic and integrate the two. Yeah, I, I think that's probably key. Anybody that I have spoken to that's really a thought leader in the industry still maintains the value of the human connection. It is important. It is good to know. It is something good to learn. It is something good to get used to because it's going to continue to infiltrate all aspects of our lives, whether Mm -hmm. we got on our business hat or our everyday, you know, everyday lives. But at the same time, we still have to have that human connection. And so for your brand, as a lifestyle curator, you're kind of putting all these pieces together for everyone else, what marketing strategies have proven most effective for you as a brand? Oh, wow. Good question. You know, um, it's so funny. I love all of these questions because they all coincide. They all go together. So when we were just talking about, you know, AI, you know, being authentic, the human connection, the marketing strategy for me is just that it's the human connection, like speaking to you and asking specific questions, right? That's how I go about trying to market myself is like, okay, always ask this specific question or these three specific questions. And then you start asking the questions according to exactly what the client needs. And so once you begin to start asking those specific questions, it's easy to know who you can market yourself to, mm-hmm. who your client is and who your client is not. You know what I mean? And then also, too, you know, I'm very big on I, I try to read as much as I possibly can. I don't always master that. But I also read a lot of branding books too, learning oh. the language. Right. You have to know the proper language. That's another way of marketing yourself. You have to know what language to speak. You know, have to know the verbiage and the lingo. I don't always get it right. But if you have the proper verbiage, that's another great way of marketing yourself. And then, of course, obviously, we all know the number one thing, social media. Yeah. It's a free platform. And most of us, I think anybody that has any sort of brand that they're building or any brand that they've already established and built, I think most people would really jump on the bandwagon of Facebook, 
Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. So these, I think, are great marketing strategies within themselves, right? And again, it all depends on the type of business that you have. So for me, I really try to market myself through these three platforms, social yeah. media, right? I don't have all of them, but I think my biggest one is Instagram, obviously making sure that I'm marketing myself the right way by using the proper pictures, going back to what I said earlier, curating, right? And then talking about it. One of the things I was doing was putting a lot of pictures up. And so people are like, wait, are you a model? Are you modeling clothes for yourself? So now I'm trying to do better about creating reels because most times when I am helping clients, most of it is men because it is called the style maverick. And a lot of times you hear me using the term maverick man, maverick man, maverick man. So I try to um, market it as best as I can through my social media platforms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think to your point at the core, you know, we have all these hacks, all these tricks and and all this to do. The first thing you got to do is show up to your point. You have to show up. There's no getting around it. You can sit at the drawing board and put all these strategies together, which can be great. But at a, as a baseline, you have to show up. And I think that's a bigger hurdle for most people than they would like to admit. It um, has been a in for me, it, even though I know the value of it, it has been a hurdle for me to show up because subconsciously, even the most confident person's like, oh my God, I got to have this right, this right, this perf- perfectionism, mm-hmm. my, uh-huh. my background, my this, my that. And it's like, <laughs> show up, get show your background up. together as you go, but develop the habit of show showing up. <laughs> Uh, right now, you know, I can, you know, I can talk about that again, a conversation that we've had being friends over the years. That's half the battle showing up. Yeah. And you know me, I am such a something that I really work on daily or recently I've been working on daily is trying to detach myself from this perfectionism. There's a really good friend of mine. We were having a conversation last week and something he said that was so great. He goes, there's a difference with quality control and perfectionism. And I said, Mm. oh my goodness. He says, because that's the problem. So many of us, we're trying to be so perfect. We want everything. So our lighting, our this, our that. And he goes, there's nothing wrong with that. But understand the difference with wanting everything to be perfect and quality control, wanting everything to look of quality, taste of quality if you're a chef, making sure someone's home is done with quality if you're an interior designer or whatever that that is. So half the battle is showing up because in my past for me, because I wanted everything so perfect, it kept me from not showing up. Oh, I recorded this, but I'm not going to post it. Right. Oh, I took this picture, but I'm not going to post it. You know what I mean? So you have to show up because as another good friend of mine said, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be out. I said, "Mm." he was like, it needs to be out because if it's not out, if nobody sees it, nobody knows that Kelly exists. Nobody knows that she has the podcast. Nobody knows that she has the brand. Nobody knows what she does if she doesn't show up. And that's something that um, I have been personally working on this year. I didn't, I never thought to phrase it that way, quality control versus perfectionism. But I have been being very deliberate in when I'm working on something and I'm in my head about nitpicking or what I, in my mind, (laughs) I'm calling nitpicking. I have to develop a sort of um, just baseline of quality and say, okay, does it check these marks? Okay, great. So then get it out and and work on it or edit it later or for next time or whatever. But like a lot of people, 
if everything didn't used to be checked off, then it wasn't going out. And then you're like, okay, so you didn't put this out because <laughs> this little thing was, that's crazy. Like you look back on all the drafts and all the, the camera roll and you're like, what happened to it? Oh, no, I didn't put it out. Why did you put it? Oh, that, that hair was out of place on my pick. Girl, oh. put this <laughs> put this thing out and quit playing with these people. And just, just make sure it's, you know, do a, put it as part of your SOPs, put a last look. So we used to, we're, we've been recording weekly webinars and it's a very exten- extensive process. And sometimes I would get caught up. Now I'm putting out valuable content and my picture is this big of a square. But if I were to look back at the video and see little stuff was out of place, it would make me think twice about putting out this content. And I had to ask myself, first of all, you barely can be seen. Second of all, <laughs> if it bothers you that much, put this one out and then put in your, your steps a last mm-hmm. look. Before you press record, bef- there's a step that says, okay, get a camera out and make sure everything is good before you, you know, get into this, this process. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. You, again, so crazy. You know, you know, I know about it. Listen, <laughs> I keep saying it. We've been friends a long time, so I know about I it. Know. I want everything. Oh, it's my hair. Oh, my God, my glasses. Oh, let me make sure there's no <laughs> fingerprints on it. You know, and again, nothing is wrong with that to a but degree. But I, like I like the quality control. The control. Yeah. And perfectionism, because that, that probably gives it a really good either end of it. Quality control. Yes, you want it to look good you want it to be clean you want to be professional but if these little small things aren't done that falls under perfectionism and you need to move forward and get the project out and then maybe come back with a step that helps you not have these small things that are bothering you in the future yeah yeah so what is next for cedric de carlo Oh, what is next so you know uh, i don't know if you and i've ever talked about this i'm sure we have I'm really big with media. I I want to get more involved in the media world. I actually took some hosting courses. So, you know, I would love to do, yeah, I would love to do like some on-air work. So I've been working on that. I've had so many people say over and over again, oh my God, why don't you have a podcast? Oh my God, why don't you have a YouTube? And right back to what we just said, perfectionism. Oh, oh, <laughs> this, this, this. So I ordered podcast equipment, finally, right? I love it. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on, okay, what I want my YouTube to be about, how would it be? And and it's really the answers already there. So it's just me moving forward, quality control versus wanting everything to be perfect. So I would say <laughs> next would be developing um, a podcast, bringing on Maverick men and some Maverick women. Come on, Kelly. I love it. You know, to talk, you know, to talk about lifestyle. Things, again, lifestyle, not just fashion, whether it's music, whether it's culinary arts, you know, whatever it is that he or she does, bringing guests on, again, those Maverick men, those Maverick women to talk about what they do um, in their industry and why they're so passionate about it. So that's next is kind of putting together a plan to figure out exactly how I want that to look and sound and be. Yeah, so that would be next. And then also getting some sort of product out there. That is the biggest thing. Getting some product out there, a product Mm -hmm. out there with my name on it, right? Um, Does that happen overnight? No, but I have been doing some research on one or two things on, Mm -hmm. okay, this would probably work. Would she buy this? Would he buy this? Would he like this? Would she like this? So I have been doing a lot of research on um, two particular 
products that I am really considering developing again. Something with my name on it, you know, I Cedric to Carlo. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's next. That's what's next. Well, that wraps today's show. Thank you to our incredible guest, Cedric DeCarlo, the Style Maverick lifestyle curator <laughs> and famous for the catchphrase, I say yes. I say yes. Well, listen, <laughs> I say yes to this podcast. Yes, yes to what you are doing. I am so excited for you. Keep it up. Keep doing what you do. You have it. I say yes. Thank you so much, love. I appreciate it. And we're going to have contact information for Cedric in the show notes, any brands that he's working with or developing or launching. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and review. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.